0: Wistful Thinking is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things movie and nostalgia podcasts, check out cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me.
1: Welcome to Wistful Thinking, the podcast where we revisit pop culture from our childhood to see if it's as good all grown up. I'm Jordan Polan-Clark, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Gallo oregan Hello. And today we have no guest because it's our very special one year anniversary episode. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Kara! That's right, we've been doing this for a whole year, which feels kind of crazy. Monumental, really really If you told me that we would make it a year a year ago,
0: I don't think I would have believed you. I definitely wouldn't have believed you because the first few months I was
1: like, I can't believe we have to keep doing this. I can't believe we do this every two weeks. It doesn't feel like it anymore. No, it feels a lot easier than it did at first. It really does.
0: Well, also because we stopped having guests. <laughs> also, I mean, that helps. That definitely helps. It's, it's a really lot helps. less work.
1: Um, but yeah, one year. This is our 27th episode, I think. Maybe. That sounds possibly right. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Um, and in honor of our one year anniversary, we're doing a... Slumber party! A, a slumber party! With a a real mishmash of topics <laughs> to talk about.
0: But before we get into that, I need to pick a face mask that I'm going to do while we do this. So That's I right, have...
1: Kara's doing face masks. <laughs>
0: In the grand slumber party tradition of cosmetics.
1: Um, I mean, I could get mine, too. So we were talking off air, and so Kara has... Kara, what kind of face masks do you have?
0: So they're all sheet masks, which means that they're just, like, goopy pieces of paper that you put on your face.
1: And you look terrifying when you oh, put them on. They're super very super scary. scary.
0: But they're great because you don't have to, like, scrub your face off to get them off as you do with certain other masks such as the uh, renowned classic mint julep mask that like dries and hardens on your face.
1: I have the mint julep mask. What did I do with it? I'm opening drawers looking for it right now. I don't know where I put it.
0: Well, that one would like dry, and then you would get like itchy and tight, and like not be able to wash it off because we're in the middle of doing a podcast.
1: That's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, because then we could take selfies and put them on the internet for That's what we true. looked like when we were doing this podcast. Um, yeah, mint julep was like the best thing when we were like 13, and mm-hmm. I I've been on the lookout for it for for a long time, and I finally saw it at a store recently, so I bought it, but I haven't used it. Well, I have four options
0: to choose from. Okay. All by Rail Beauty Lab. They're all, like, botanically based, because I'm allergic to a lot of the more heavy-duty chemical stuff. Um, But I have one that's a tea tree mask, and it says, Purify and Soothe. I have one... This one's uh, kind of problematic, but maybe the most appropriate for this show. Uh, It's a collagen mask called Youth Island. Uh, (laughs) And it is for firming and repair. Uh, A vitamin C mask called VitaBrite for radiant and refined skin. And the fourth one is a, um, what's this stuff called? I don't know. It has a long name. It's called Hydro Lock. It's for dewy and hydrated skin.
1: Hmm. Um, Hmm. Alhyaluronic acid. That's what's in that one. So, I I think the um, the youth one. What was it called? Youth Island. (laughs) Youth Island. (laughs) That's terrible. Going on a
0: trip to Youth Island. I like the packaging design on these. They're really pretty. They're like. The box is each, like, a different pastel color, and it just has, like, very minimal design, and I like it a lot. It is pretty. And, uh, that's about 70% of the reason I bought these instead of something <laughs> Isn't
1: that, else. like, 70%? I mean, that's, like, 70% of the reason why I buy most yeah. things that I buy that I don't really need. True. So I'm just squishing
0: the goop around on the inside before I open it up to Mm -hmm. evenly disperse it. Like you do. As one does. So it has hydrolyzed collagen in it. Wheat amino acids. So good thing I'm not allergic to wheat. uh, And licorice root extract. Does it smell like licorice? God, I hope not. I really hate licorice so much. Every
1: Everybody does.
0: Everybody <laughs> like except for my I boyfriend. Asked. He loves it. It's disgusting.
1: I, I do. I feel like you get a weirdo every once in a while who loves licorice. Yeah. Okay. So, while... Are you masking? I'm masking. So, while Kara's masking, I also want to put the visual in everybody's head that Kara really wanted to have snacks for this. <laughs> so, she bought a donut. <laughs> But then she ate it before we went on air so that she would not be chewing in your ears. So, you're welcome. Yes. She thought of all of you. Oh, this is so gross. I- <laughs> While you're masking, let's talk about, I think we should go through our favorite episodes and our least favorite episodes of Wistful Thinking so far. Okay. Um. So, I want to start. By naming, let's see, okay, so I have, I think I have three favorites. Now that I'm reading the list, it's really hard to choose. Um, I think that one of the first favorite I want to say is a very special episode, which was not even a whole episode. It was, um, it was our 12th episode, and it was, like, right when the stuff about Harvey Weinstein was coming out, so it was, like, right at the start of the Me Too movement. A million years ago. Which, like, feels like it was, like, yesterday, though, but I guess it was in... When was that?
0: Um, I think October, maybe? Um. Or maybe the summer. I'm not sure, exactly.
1: Let's see. Okay, this this episode was from October 17th. Okay. Um, and I think that, like... We, me and you, Kara, like always use the lady lens. I feel like when we watch stuff. Yes, even though because I hate that you call it that. I, I don't know what else to call it. Yes, what else should I call fine. it? What? No, it's fine. It's appropriate. Um,
0: also, if if you can't hear me as well, it's because I have my microphone turned away from my face as I try and stick this thing on it.
1: <laughs> um, I like it. No, it's like a nice background noise. I can hear you trying to put it on. <laughs> Um, so we just like i think we always looked at the most things that we were watching through that lens just because like that's who we are we couldn't really help it um but it felt important to us to like sit down and actually talk about it Mm -hmm. and we haven't talked on air about what happened after that and well kara do you think it's okay if we talk about this sure Um, because he doesn't want Joey.
0: I didn't know what you meant. Um, No, remember what happened. Is he going to
1: get mad at me? We should warn him ahead of time. Okay, we can always cut this out because that's why he was mad at us. So when we when we made that episode, it was like we didn't we didn't plan out what we were going to say ahead of time. We just like started talking, and I mentioned that there had been times when I was on podcasts with Joey and Mike when I. When I felt like really kind of like, you know, the token girl or like they were like kind of making fun of me because I was pointing out certain things because I like to me, like that's what I bring to a podcast when I'm on it with them because I see things that they don't see and they actually are getting better at seeing them Mm -hmm. um, as we all are. Um, But so we just started talking and I mentioned that and. Like, without even really thinking about it, I threw, like, my friends under the bus, kind of, without warning them. Like, Joey, in particular, was not happy about that. Because, and, like, in one breath, we were
0: talking about Harvey Weinstein, and then yeah. talked about them without, like, being like, this is a completely different situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, like to me, like, I didn't even feel the need to differentiate because, to me, it was so obvious that it was a totally different... I was not right. comparing Joey to Harvey Weinstein, obviously. Um, and, and also, to me, like, like what I was... Like, as a woman who has lived as a woman for, my, for 32 years, like, what I was saying about how I felt being with Joey and Mike wasn't even a thing to me, you know? Because it's how I feel when I'm with most groups of men. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't even think twice about it, and so, when he brought it up to me as a thing that made him feel uncomfortable, it was we had a lot of back and forth about it. he didn't like for a minute didn't want to put the episode out. We kind of fought about it, which is like I've never fought- I don't think I've ever fought with Joey before um and but like we got through it he he put the episode out like. Thank you for doing that, Joey. Um and I but it was like that had never happened to me before where I was like, Oh, maybe I dealt with this poorly because I actually don't know how to talk about this. Because none and of us maybe, know how maybe talk about this. But no, like and none of us have practiced talking to each other about it because like he didn't know how to deal with it either mm-hmm. and i was really frustrated because like for like we really like went back and forth like fighting all day about it yeah it and really went on for quite a while it was, like literally an entire day of was just like messaging back and forth and because there were certain times where i was like wait maybe he's right like as his friend i definitely should have talked to him about this first with like before i took it to a podcast episode that other people can listen to. He's totally right about that. But then at the same time, like I also felt like he was making it about himself
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: was like, and that means you're not hearing what I'm saying about my experience. You're mm-hmm. making it about how it's upsetting to you and I don't care about that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like, and that was that was truly like the first time I ever had to have a conversation like that mm-hmm. and so that feels
2: important. Yeah. I'm not sure if I really have
0: anything to say about that other than the face mask is on and it's a little too small for my face.
1: (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Um, So that's my first favorite episode. Um, I'm glad to have had that fight and maybe to have made that mistake and learned some from it. And also I feel like after we made that episode, like... We at least for most other things that we watched, I went like full on like only watching them through that lens. Mm-hmm. So the way that I experience media in the last year is like wildly different than when we started this podcast. Yeah, same. Although like not
0: specifically because of that episode, no. just like part like that episode is a part of this larger thing, this larger yeah. like paradigm shift that's happening. Yeah. Um, In the culture, which has certainly changed how I
1: approach watching things. Yeah. Kara, what's your first favorite episode? The
0: Sound of Music! (laughs) Of course! Um, I had not actually seen it before. I'd seen parts of it, but not the whole thing. And I was not expecting to like it at all. I was like, this is three hours long. It's a musical. It's all of the things that I hate. And then I loved every second of it. And I'm so glad that we took the time to watch it because it was a delight. And I continue to
1: sing the songs until this day. Yeah, and that was a different episode for us, too, because it wasn't from the 90s or the 80s. Yeah, true. Which we've only had, so that was... Older and Puff the Magic Dragon was from the 70s. Is yeah, that, right? that sounds right. I think everything else has been kind of in the same wheelhouse of like 80s, 90s mm-hmm. nostalgia.
0: Yeah, I really so like that one a that lot. That was cool. Yeah. It was also so I do different drawings for each episode, and that was my favorite illustration that I've done so far, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you listeners have never seen our art, you should totally go to cageclub.me, go to Wistful Thinking's page, and just click because Kara makes original art for every episode that we do. And it's I so cool. I can't believe I started doing that because now I have to keep doing it. I know. <laughs> but it's so special. It's so cool that you do that.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, um, I don't, I do lots of different creative stuff. Um, and last year I was trying to teach myself how to draw better. So, and then I like burned myself out on drawing too much. So it's nice that I like every couple weeks still have to draw something. Um, but yeah, you can also follow us on Instagram at wistful pod. See them there.
1: Um, so I think I have, mm, I think I have like two more favorites. Okay. Um, my next favorite episode that I really liked making was wishbone um, because I think, so, I had never seen Wishbone before. Oh, and really? Cara, I didn't remember that. You I had, had never, this, is, it was such a strange experience for me. Um, I had never seen it, and, uh, Brian chose it, Brian of P.S. I Love Hoffman chose it, he, you know, was one of his favorites, Kara, you also remembered it really fondly, mm-hmm. and, we watched it and I hated it <laughs> for like multiple reasons, but I also think I think it's one of the only ones you've done where the person who picked the thing was like, "Oh yeah, was like, terrible." Maybe this
0: isn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the quote that we used in the um, description of that episode says. To quote Brian, we started off talking about a cute dog reading books, and now I'm depressed, and I don't know how we got here. Oh.
0: <laughs> We've watched some other, like, really not great things since then, though, and now I'm like, wait, why did we think Wishbone was bad? Because Wishbone was bad.
1: <laughs> oh, he's so cute. But Joe sucks.
0: Oh, I forget about Joe. Yeah.
1: Joe sucks. Yeah, Wishbone's, like, okay.
0: The dog is fine. It's all the humans that are the problem, which is kind of how I feel about everything that revolves around a dog.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I struggled with the dog, too, except for I liked one and then I struggled with the other two episodes with the dog. Anyway, but so I like that because I think, like, usually we'll have someone on and they, like, really stand by their thing. Mm. Um, and even, like, surprising to me, I'll stand by something that I thought I would hate. <laughs> like, growing pains. Oh, my God. That show. Um Which is, like, still shocking to me. <laughs> um, Kara, do you have a second favorite episode? Uh,
0: probably the Little Women episode that we did. Because mm-hmm. I just love that movie so much. Um, update to the new Little Women that's going to be on PBS as like a short mini-series, I guess, um, done by the same person, I think, who created Call the Midwife, which is a wonderful British show. Uh, Somebody I know saw the premiere at Tribeca Film Festival and said it was amazing. So we have that to look forward to.
1: Yeah. That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um... I feel like, so the two things you've chosen so far are the things that we both just, like, cried our way through. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> I'm currently crying my way through Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Side Yikes. note. I haven't... Have you started the second season yet? I have not. I have not. I know. I'm just, like,
0: I, I can't... Ah, just at an emotional saturation point with things that are about women... Um, Although I have been watching The Nick, which was a Cinemax series Mm -hmm. about uh, a hospital, like a turn of the 20th century hospital Mm -hmm. uh, and surgery. So it's like all of these things that I am like super interested in uh, medical history and stuff. And the women's storylines on that show are uh, outrageously heartbreaking, but are done really well. Like, there's this nun character who absolutely deserves her own show, um, and she performs abortions and, like, is Ooh. as adept a surgeon as the men who are actually surgeons. So, I I have been enjoying the show, but at the same time, there are some really um, gut-wrenching parts of it. Hmm... And again, to bring it back to Little Women, we talked a lot about how terrible living in the past was Uh, pretty much at least once every episode of The neck, I'm like, I am so glad we don't live in the past. It's really cool that we don't live in the past. Yeah, Yeah, medical history is horrifying.
1: I feel like you should do a podcast on that also.
0: Oh, I would love to. Wait, about medical history, about the mix yeah. specifically? No,
1: about medical history.
0: Yeah, I would love to. Maybe that's what the next uh, iteration of In Sickness and In Health may be. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing with that show. Mm. I had, like, resolved to bring it back this year, and then I did one episode. Wait, no, two episodes. And now I'm like, I don't have the mental bandwidth to <laughs> deal with this stuff.
1: You could just do it whenever though You would be like, oh, I feel inspired I'm doing an episode Yeah. I have a guest, I'm doing a thing Yeah, I could do that It's not like Cage Club with all these rules (laughs) Deadlines (laughs) No, I I appreciate the deadlines I would never Oh, that's the only reason we're we're still doing the show After a year (laughs) I know, because I don't want Joey to be mad at me (laughs) That's the only reason. Um, You tried it once. You didn't like it. No, my new dream... My new dream is to start a wrestling podcast on Cage Club. um, Because I'm very obsessed with wrestling. And honestly, we could just
0: turn Wistful Thinking into a wrestling podcast. But here's the
1: problem. There is so much wrestling on every week. Hours and hours. And so I watch... Like, now I watch between like two and three hours of it probably wow but like that's not even enough to stay caught up so and how would i ever prioritize this if i was doing that it's too much and then circus on top of it i can't do it mm-hmm. i can't do it
0: well you just need to find a hook into a wrestling podcast that that isn't tied to current events to wrestling. like weekly
1: yeah. yeah oh gosh yeah no i would also like to do that all right one day well one day
0: we were watching something and my boyfriend changed the channel to a WWE thing, I don't know, but it was like a, a group of women oh, wrestling each other. it was it was
1: Monday night was it Monday night raw? I think it was Monday night raw cuz you messaged me when it happened. Yeah. It was on Monday, right? Probably. It was on a yeah. day of the week. <laughs> Great. Yep. As most things
0: are. Um and like when he first switched over to that channel, this one woman was coming out, and I don't remember what her name was, but she had, I don't, I couldn't even describe what her costume looked like either. I just know that I said, like. Was it the purple one? No, like an autumn moon or something?
1: Oh, that... um,
0: yes. Okay. She is incredible. If wrestling was more like that. I would watch so much wrestling. And I said that at the time. And then they started punching each other. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't like this. I don't like this. Because <laughs> I find uh, people punching each other upsetting.
1: Ember Moon. Her name is Ember, Ember Moon. Moon.
0: Yeah, I liked her a lot. Uh, there was also this other lady in like, this cool black Barbarella outfit that I was really into. So I can yeah, get that into a a really, it
1: That was a really good match. That was so... Uh, Nia Jax was in that match, and she's actually the reason I started watching wrestling again because I accidentally turned it on, and there she is. She's like, she's a big girl. Oh,
0: her! I loved that's, her. So yeah,
1: that's Nia Jax. Yeah, um, I was really
0: excited to see someone on right? that side. I mean,
1: she's not even that big. Really? No, but she's big for like for what you TV. usually see on TV or yeah. what you usually see as an athlete. Just like everything about her is different. And then and she used so her body cool. like a bowling ball and knocked everybody she over. She knocked everybody over. It, it was, was incredible. Amazing.
0: Yeah, I liked that a lot. <laughs> and then it was over and I was really sad. <laughs>
1: so, so I, I um, get why people like wrestling now. I'm so glad. I'm mm-hmm. so glad. So one day, that's my dream. I want to do that. I'll figure it out one day. Um, but back to wistful thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I I think those are my two favorite episodes. But I do want to give honorable mention to um, Ren and Stimpy. Okay. Um, because I, I want to give honorable mention to Zactazan singing because I think oh, yeah. that, that was like a real that was highlight pretty great. of it was. Um, for
0: people who didn't listen to it or don't remember, he sang right. the theme song, but right, it wasn't worth yeah.
1: And then shout out to the Growing Pains episode too because we did a lot of singing in that one also, <laughs> with with yeah. uh, Desiree who I love singing with. Like she breaks out into song like regularly. In real life, she's just my friend. We hang out. She that's the thing she does. So it was really nice to sing sing a theme with her.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Uh, my honorable mention would be, uh, I guess the Clueless episode just because yeah. I love that movie so much.
1: Yeah. Did we have a guest that yeah. time, or was it just us? It was just us. I think that was like. No, I think we did the Adams Family, just us. But that was like right around when. No, we were my like, friend Jenna okay. was on the Adams Family. Oh. Oh. Maybe that like that was right around when we were like, all right, screw it. We don't need guests, <laughs> which I had been
0: saying like from the very
1: beginning. I was like, yes. or
0: you don't have to say yes to this, but it's just an idea. What if we didn't have guests? And you were like, no, we should probably keep having guests. And then I mean, eventually I won you over.
1: <laughs> I I like having the guests because I think it, it gives us the opportunity to like have opinions I, like I don't know. No, I that's know true. who I am. An, an I know who you are. Yeah. It's nice to have another voice. It's nice another to like, maybe get a different kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. No, it's true. I, I agree with you. It's just um, booking guests is a lot of work, and they cancel yeah, sometimes. And also yeah. a- editing three audio tracks instead of two is like a lot more work.
2: Very and I'm just true. lazy.
0: I mean, that's,
1: that's what no, i down to. I'm, so, I'm also very lazy um okay episodes that we did not like mm. um i i mean king Gold's party was the hardest episode that the we did. worst the so i hard. hated it so much <laughs> i also put so i'll also always remember watching it i can't remember if i said this on the original episode or not but like i had I had gone out with my friends and my roommates the night before, and my roommate was, like, so hungover, and he was asleep on the couch while I watched King Cole's party. (laughs) And, like, you know, it wasn't quiet, and I was just like, I cannot believe he's sleeping through this right now. (laughs) So I'll always have that memory. That's nice. Yeah, but that was rough. I mean, I think that's where we learned, like... Watching something from like preschool is very difficult. (laughs) Yes, it is.
0: I mean, I think that's like the only really bad thing that we've had to
1: watch, though.
0: Um, Oh, wait. No. That's not true.
1: Bridget Jones, I hated Spice World. Ugh. I don't Um, understand. I know. I just hated it. Uh, It makes me so sad. I had, I mean, I didn't like. I guess I didn't like Ice Princess, but, like, it was fun to watch because it was fun to make fun of. Yeah, th- those were, like, the two for me. Ugh, Hook. I hated Hook.
0: <laughs> I don't I think you said you hated struggle. it when we recorded, so that's actually news to me. Really? hmm You I said just, you like, didn't like a, it, but you didn't say you hated it.
1: I had a hard time paying attention to it, mm-hmm. and I also knew how long it was, and so my brain was just like... Uh this is so going. But I did actually I edited that episode and I laughed out loud several times while I was editing it. So I think the episode <laughs> came out fine. Yeah. That was a good episode.
0: Okay, I am um gonna peel off this face mask now.
1: Okay. And then Ooh. tell us about how um young your skin is. <laughs>
0: Um, I can't because I don't have a mirror in here, but um, oh. this droopy face mask is really creepy if I hold it up to the light.
1: Those are legitimately terrifying. Yeah. To look at somebody wearing one. I
0: did take a selfie with it on, but it's kind of dark in here because we have a sweet dimmer switch on our bedroom light, which I highly recommend to all people. I love dimmer switches.
1: Oh, you fancy.
0: Yeah. I've been meaning to install one in the bathroom Cause like You know you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night If you turn on the light You want to die cause it's so
1: bright But if you have a dimmer switch <laughs> Oh I live in a house great. that's not that fancy And it's like a real journey Just to get to the bathroom In oh, the dark <laughs> <laughs> That sounds scary It's a little
0: scary well, my eyebrows feel very hydrated and rejuvenated.
1: Ooh, hydrated eyebrows?
0: Yeah, I don't think they're supposed to like, go on your eyebrows, but like I said, that that face mask was like a little too small for my giant head.
1: Well, but you know, it's important to take care of your eyebrows, as we've of established. Course. Of course.
0: I do feel rejuvenated.
1: Yay. That's good, because before we started recording, you were telling me you were mad at your allergies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, today has not been as bad because it, like, rained yesterday, which, like, helps with the pollen count and stuff. But um, I've mostly been feeling like I'm being actually poisoned,
1: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
0: which has been not cool. Because I did this stupid thing where my allergy med- one of my allergy medicines was working so well, I thought that, like... Maybe my immune system got its shit together, and like I didn't need it anymore. Um, <laughs> people do that with antidepressants a lot. They're like, "Oh, I'm not depressed anymore, so I." I seem fine. Yeah, so I don't need this medication. So I did that with uh, one of my allergy medications, um, and it was a mistake. And I called my allergist like at the end of February to be like, "I need to get this, get back on this before you know allergy season really kicks into gear." And the soonest appointment she had. Uh, was for tomorrow as in like as we record this tomorrow (laughs) so i'm finally going to see her get a new prescription but um it's been a rough month and i work one of my jobs is with flowers and uh that's been interesting because i just thankfully it's only one day a week because i have like a horrible allergy attack every time i'm there
1: Well, I appreciate it, though, because you post the most beautiful pictures of flowers. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Because I love them so much. Okay. What?
2: Mm.
1: Which segment should we do next?
0: Um... Oh, did you learn anything over the course of doing this?
1: Did I learn anything over the course of doing this? Because uh, well, I can tell you,
0: I learned something viscerally that I had only known intellectually previously, which that? is that
1: Hollywood hates women a Hollywood lot. hates women. That's true. Uh, yeah, I think it's been like eye-opening to to have the me too movement happening while we're doing this podcast mm-hmm, for because sure. we're going back and watching the stuff that filled our brains as children mm-hmm, and that programmed us basically yeah like very incorrectly <laughs> we're, i like i I've, I have always been kind of like I'm always very willing to blame like media for being like well it fucked me up you know, what made me think that this was real and it wasn't real and life is more complicated than that and blah, 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 blah. And so I've always been really willing to go there, but never. I feel like doing this has just given me reason to be like, no, 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 actually, that's for real. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would have thought that, like, maybe we're exaggerating before. We're not. We're, nope. we're not. This is pretty terrible. And I think. Like... um, it's been interesting to listen to watch the Theron and listen to Joey and Mike talk about these movies that Charlize Theron has shot Theron, excuse me, has been in um you know even as a, a leading woman with the exception of Monster which I happen to be on that episode it's good go listen to it um she's just had like really shitty parts she's often really the best part bad. of terrible movies but like just the the roles that have been available to women in Hollywood have been limited at best, um, and it's been interesting to kind of all uncover that together.
1: Well, and this, with her, you know, you have it gets it gets better. It doesn't get fixed, but it gets better because you have at least you have Fury Road. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen that one. But oh my God, it's incredible. That's what I hear. It's incredible. For um, somebody see, who does a movie Road. podcast,
0: I actually have not seen like most movies.
1: Um, and then Tully, which mm-hmm. just is coming out now, looks like it's something. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, but also it shouldn't take an actress her entire career. <laughs> yeah. To, you know, do parts like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially, like, after having watched Monster, and that was the first time that I saw it, and it's an amazing movie that I just never want to see again, because it's also, like, extremely dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I can't imagine doing a film like that, and I think she won Best Actress for that? She was at least
1: nominated. She was at least
0: nominated. Um, and then having to go back to all of these like shitty, just terrible parts, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. you know. It's a bummer. I mean, not that like you know parts that men get cast in are terrible, also. But yeah, there are. But there's a lot more of them. Significantly <laughs> more of them. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, just I mean, by the numbers, there are
0: because there are so much. More of them, there are also good ones in there. You yeah. Know? Even if it is a small percentage, it's still, you
1: know, heaps and heaps more. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree that that's the biggest thing that I've learned. Um, I've also learned, I mean, I've always been able to do this, but I've learned that I can look at anything critically <laughs> if I need to. <laughs>
2: If important I need to be skill. like,
1: okay, I need to talk about this for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. What do I see here? Yeah.
0: There's always something. Yeah. It's an important skill to have, even if it's all bullshit. I mean, all of it's all bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. That's true.
1: That's it. That's all I learned. Okay. That's enough.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, I said I was going to tell you about the things that I found when I was researching things that people do at slumber parties. Cause, oh, yeah. Make uh, this a
1: real slumber party. What do they do?
0: Uh, well, they play M.A.S.H., which we will actually which we get will to play. this time. We will. Uh, they play Truth or Dare. D- that Truth or Dare. Yep. Um, apparently... Uh, crafting is a big thing at sleepovers now So I came across a lot of craft ideas All of which are entirely too visual To do on a podcast Such as we used to do pillowcases
1: like, We used to do like lanyard and like string the, mm. That was like the extent of our Crafts Yeah, And uh, paper folding Paper folding Like origami Well you know No cause you know you make the like The thing the Oh a cootie catcher Yeah, A cootie catcher is that what it's called? Yeah well,
0: it's, that's right. what it's called by some people. Other <laughs> <I mean, laughs> people call it a fortune teller or whatever. Um, uh, mini spa was also one of the things. Hence Makeovers. Face. Yeah. Uh, snacks. That's just what I wrote. Um, we could watch a movie, although that would be boring. Uh,
1: like, I only remember, I'm sure I had a lot of sleepovers. But, like, I only remember going to, like, one big sleepover when I was a kid, and it was at my friend Amy's house, and we watched Scream, which is really why I remember it. (laughs) And I don't remember any of the other ones. That was, like, the first, like, scary movie I ever watched, and it was, like, such a big deal. Oh, man, that movie is so good. That movie is so good, but it was really scary. Oh, it's still scary. I know. Love it. Anyway, what else? Tell me more about sleepovers. Uh, People make hot cocoa and drink hot cocoa. Uh, We didn't do any of these things. No,
0: we could still build a cozy fort and wear pajamas, which I'm I'm at least already wearing pajamas and then a sort of blanket fort in my bed. Uh, This was the one that really stood out as something extremely odd, which is spin the bottle nail polish style. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. What?
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, so, this was from uh, something on the Today Show website, and the blurb says, "No, your girls are are not ready for the kissy-kissy version of this party game. Not till they're at least thirty, right?" That was in parentheses. Uh, but for. But for a beauty theme, have the slumber party participants sit in a circle taking turns spinning a nail polish bottle. Whoever the bottle points to gets a manicure in that color.
1: Why couldn't everybody just have a manicure in whatever color they wanted?
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I came across this like nail polish spin the bottle thing like multiple times on different websites and was like,
1: what the fuck?
0: It's really weird. I
1: mean, okay, if I was like eleven that would be fun. Sure, yeah, I guess so. I mean Sure. <laughs> right, is it time to play Mash?
0: Yeah. Okay, let me pull up my mash categories. How many categories?
1: I don't
0: know. Hang on, let me pull up the rules of how. I don't play know. Mash. I did
1: just play this though. My best friend here and I just had like a middle school themed birthday party where we played Mash a bunch, but I don't remember. Oh my god, so many things about Mash the TV show. Hey, Alan Alda. Uh,
0: <laughs> I thought you prepared this already. Well, I wrote down potential categories, okay. and I thought Mash. that that was enough preparation. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, that's one step better than the last time we decided to play M.A.S.H. So, okay, so you have, I know, okay, you have the person you'll marry. Well, but we
0: can do any, so let me tell you what
1: categories that I have. Okay, okay,
0: most okay. of which are borrowed from Janet Varney and the JV Club podcast. Okay. But um, one is like three, like name three like, movie universes that you could jump into, but I've expanded this to movie universes or, like, artists or, like, Instagram aesthetics that you would want to live inside of. Ooh, that's... (laughs) That's
1: a wide range. Okay. Well, just,
0: like, you know, just, like, weird, like, alternate universes. Um, Three time periods that you would want to live in, three foods that you could eat with zero ramifications. Um... Three alternate universe partners, either for, like, dating, like, dating, or, like, just to hook up with, um, which I guess you could actually split that one into two categories. Uh, three alternate universe best friends, three, uh, jobs that you would want to have, uh, three places that you would want to live, cities, or wherever, um, and then three kinds of art that you could be good at.
1: That's a lot of things.
0: Yeah, so I think you need like a certain those are just like ideas. Okay, okay. Of categories. Um oh, and three people that you could be for a week and three superpowers. So uh <laughs> um, let's see how many choose the story categories. The number of categories you put in will change how long the game takes to play and how long your story will be. If you only have a few minutes... Okay, whatever. The basics would be four categories.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so I had to pick four categories. I think I need a piece of paper. (laughs) I think... Yes.
0: Okay, I'll be right back. Let me grab my notebook. (laughs) Okay. I have a pink sparkly gel pen... For an authentic game of mash. Okay, so you write those at the top of the page, and then okay, write out the.
1: Can you also draw the S thing on the page?
0: The Stussy, sure.
1: (laughs) That's what it's called.
0: Yeah, it was it was like a brand. What? Spell it. How do you spell it? S T U S S Y. It was like a skater brand,
1: I think. No, okay, hold on, I'm looking it up. So at our middle school party, we drew the S thing all over everything and tried to figure <laughs> out what the origin of it was, and we couldn't... I thought it was just a girl thing, and then all the boys at the party were like, no, 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 boys did it too. <laughs> I was like, what?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was associated with the brand Stussy. I might be wrong, though, I guess. Because it... Yeah, there it is. <laughs> what? I know you're meme, your meme but it doesn't memes. have any information
1: about it. Because nobody knows, because it's a mystery. And it's <laughs> Super still going. Stussy, nice Definitely kids still S. draw it.
0: Okay, here we go. The Super S Stussy, or simply Super S, or Stussy, is a symbol consisting of 14 lines that forms a stylized S. The symbol is typically drawn by children, usually on notebook paper during school hours. Uh, it's unclear when or where the symbol originated, but many believe it is based off a logo for Stussy. Okay, so it wasn't their specific logo, but based off of it. Um, however, others question that claim since there's no irrefutable evidence that the symbol ever appeared. On any of Stussy's clothing lines. And the symbol itself is believed to date back as far as the late 1950s. I expected that sentence to end differently. And say, like, date back to ancient Egypt. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to an audiobook about Cleopatra. So that's where my brain went. Uh, Some believe the symbol was created by an unknown graffiti artist in the past. So, yeah. Here, I'll send you that link.
1: Okay, okay, let's mash. Okay, hang on. I'm still setting up the page. (sighs) Come on. No, I can be patient. You're doing all the hard parts. (laughs) I'm just doing the part where I get to play. Okay.
0: So I wrote down the categories. Okay, and I think all the counting and stuff is afterwards. So, to start out, name three movies or Instagram aesthetics or whatever that you would want to live inside of. Not necessarily plot wise, just like inside just the Just like in universe. the world? Yeah.
1: Okay, Harry Potter. I am to live in Harry Potter world. Does that have a name? I don't know. I, I'm not a Harry Potter person. Okay. Potter world, maybe? Sorry to all the people who I'm offending by not knowing <laughs> what to actually call that. My bad. Um... Oh crap! I don't even know what else. This is you like leveled this up so hard. Oh well, I how do I make it less hard? No, no, no. You just I have to think harder than I would usually have to. Because usually you're just like a house, a mansion, a shack well, on the street. <laughs> no,
0: the the mansion, apartment, shack, house. Like that's not you're not choosing those things.
1: Those no, no, are already... no, no. I know. But usually, when you're like, "Where are you going to live?" Like that is—that's well, that one is of still, these. We'll get you... to that. Do you want to start there? No, 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 no. I can do this. I can do this. How many <laughs> do I have to choose? Three.
0: You you're already Three. done one, okay. so you're a third. I'm going to choose there.
1: them randomly. I'm not even going to choose what I want. Um. So another one would be um. Hmm. Oh, uh, mm, <laughs> um. The world um, that is a racerhead. What? Yep. Oh my yep, god. That's one. I, um, I, I. So that universe. That's insane. Yeah. That movie. I find really, that movie so
0: disturbing.
1: It is. I'm gonna really make this interesting. Also, like,
0: if you want to live in the world of a racerhead, just move to Philadelphia.
1: <laughs> that is where they made it, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and it was like based on David Lynch's time living in Philadelphia.
1: Um, and as more. somebody who
0: lived in Philadelphia, I can confirm.
1: It's just like a racer head. Uh, yeah, one more. Uh, one more. Okay. I want to live in the Fast and Furious universe. Okay. okay. And then three time periods
0: that you would want to live in.
1: Um, Three time periods. Well, we've already established that we live in the best one, so... I
0: don't know about the best one, but...
1: <laughs> Like, and you don't necessarily
0: have to be a woman in those times.
1: That's true. Which
0: I think really changes the calculation of it. Well, and
1: they don't have to be all things that I want, because then the game will always come out positively, and this game is really more fun if some of it's shitty. Sure. Why not? Um, The 80s is one of them. The 1980s. Thank you for the clarification. Because it could be the 1880s. Which would be an interesting time to be alive. Um... I want to, let's see, another one would be, uh, can they be in the future? Sure. Um, Any specific time in the future? Or I don't know. Let's just see. How about, we'll, we'll just future. make it like, let's just make it like 2180. Okay. Wow, that's weird that that's a real time that's going to happen. Whoa, I know. Wow.
0: And it's like not weird. even that far in the weird, future. Weird, weird, weird.
1: I don't like it. I don't like it.
0: Do you want me to cross, cross that out?
1: No, it's good. I just freaked myself out by saying that. <laughs> do you ever just like have a panic attack about time
0: uh Um, no not really because i always come back to the comforting thought of don't worry i'll be dead
1: yeah no that's why i have the panic attack (laughs) yeah i
0: have a kind of like a weird opposite thing from most people when it comes to that where i find the thought of um our limited time on earth wildly liberating and comforting (laughs)
1: Oh, well, I'm gonna need you to teach that to me. Um, okay, one more, right? Yes. We're gonna say like the year Oh. Choose my last one for me. Um I don't know, like the sixties? Sure.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, what are three foods that you would want to be able to eat with no ramifications? Which means, like, <laughs> you can eat as much of it as you want and never gain any weight or, like, be allergic to it or anything like that. And you would never get sick of it.
1: Um, baguettes. Oh, my goodness. Covered I in butter. A
0: hundred percent agree. <laughs>
2: um, I mean, honestly,
1: I,
0: I, I do do this with some frequency is just like make a meal out of like a baguette and some sauce it's so good
1: (laughs) i i like actually won't buy something like that because i know that it means that i'm going to eat the whole thing and that's not a choice that i often make for myself that's smart i try i have to be very physically active so i and i'm old now so i do have Mm. to think like that yeah um okay baguettes forever Um, and... Infinite baguettes. Um, infinite potato skins. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, an infinite sushi.
0: Any specific kind of sushi, or just one Um, of those gigantic boats?
1: All of the sushi. sushi. Okay. All of it.
0: Uh, three alternate life partners that, uh... I don't know, do you want to do, like, lump both hookups and long-term partners together? Or do you want me to separate that out into a separate no, category? No, let's lump it all together. Okay. And these are
1: like, these can be, can these be real people and also fictitious characters? Yep, of course. Okay. Not that, not that that helps me determine any, okay. So one <laughs> is Channing Tatum. Okay. Um. Hmm. No should I just go, spelled? should I go full on like celebrity crush style? I mean, sure, we're going to talk about that eventually, though. Okay. Uh, no, that's what I'm going to do, because that's the easiest. So then we're going to go, we go Channing Tatum, we go Seth Green, because that's my 90s crush. Oh, he's very cute. Oh, he's very cute. I had a very um, big crush on him when he was on Buffy. Yeah, me too. I watched Buffy just because he was on <laughs> um, And then we'll do my current crush, which is the wrestler Finn Balor
0: in, how
1: do you spell the last name? B-A-L-O-R
0: B-A-L-O-R Okay And then the last category is three places to live. That could be a city it could be a country, it could be wherever It could also be a fictitious place
1: Okay, so we're going to go New Jersey I do love New Jersey I don't know how I feel about it, but it is my home state, so...
0: There are plenty it.
1: of absolutely lovely places
0: to live in New Jersey. And Chris true. Christie isn't even the governor anymore.
1: That is true. Okay, New Jersey. And we're gonna go... Hmm, where else should we live? We should live in uh, the middle of nowhere, Vermont. Also a lovely place
0: Also But also you
1: live there already I do but I don't really Live in like the woods Okay Like I mean like out in the sticks Like can't hear anybody Nobody knows we're there (laughs) Oh and then You pick my last one Uh Um
0: I mean, one of my answers would definitely be France. All over France. Okay. Okay, and I added a category, because I'm having too much fun,
1: which is three alternate life jobs. Oh, this is... Okay, alternate life jobs? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Hmm.
1: I want to be the first woman president.
2: Yeah.
1: And... I want to be a preschool teacher, and you pick my last one.
0: A weed mogul, because that's what I want to be when I grow up, and I, <laughs> I feel like I still okay. have time. Like, that's still you do plausible, is that someday I could start a weed empire. We're not that old. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to write that down, or did you want to
1: pick one of your no, own? No, that can totally be the third one. weed mogul? Okay. I like the variation of all those things. Yeah. Like, a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good combo. Okay. Uh, Let's see. So, I have to draw the spiral. So, I'm going to start drawing a spiral, and you tell me
1: when to stop. Okay. Are you drawing it? Already drawing it. Stop. Okay. Okay.
0: One, two, three, four, five, six... That number is your magic number. Count each of the category options. Okay. Oh, I understand this now. One,
1: two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. This is the forever part where you start crossing stuff out, right?
0: Yeah. Although, because we did three, and the magic number is a multiple of three, it's actually really easy. <laughs> I just have to okay. circle the third one of everything. Nice. Okay. I think I did this right, but I'm not sure. Use the final options in each category to tell your friend his or her or their mash story. You can add as many or inf- okay. So, I am happy to inform you that in your 100% guaranteed mash future, you will be living
1: <laughs> in
0: a lovely apartment in
1: France. Oh, okay, okay.
0: And you'll be married and or just hooking up with Finn Balor. Oh, thank God. In your dream job of being a weed mogul. <laughs> during the 1960s, in the Fast and Furious world. Wow, that's so exciting. All while getting giant boats full of sushi for every meal.
1: Oh my God, that sounds Legit, incredible! <laughs> like that's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's really
2: exciting. This that is fun. That was my dream life.
1: That was dream life. Yeah. So, hundred percent guaranteed. All right, I'm down. I'm down. I don't know how we're gonna go back in time, but that's not that's not for you to worry your pretty little head me about. Not for you worry about. <laughs> because
0: no well well you'll make so much money as a weed mogul you'll be able to build a time machine and go back to the 1960s perfect. when you know americans were starting to really uh, lean into experimenting with drugs so it's really mm-hmm. all the perfect perfect timing
2: mhm mhm
0: so that was mash <laughs> now that we've oh, done well. it once i think i can actually do this for other episodes okay when yeah, we have guests fits. Wistful Thinking is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things movie and nostalgia podcasts, check out cageclub.me. Check out cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me.
1: Now that we've cracked cracked the code, and if not, there's always good old fuck Mary kill. <laughs> yeah, which we played for like two episodes and then didn't play anymore. I mean, it's not that fun after a while. It's just I kind of... I think it's fun.
0: It's it's fun. I just go. It's a little too simple for me. I like this all right.
1: guaranteed mesh future. Alright Well, is it celebrity crush segment time? Sure. Um. Did you did you get to watch the videos that I sent you? I thought you only sent me one. Oh, I might have just saved some for myself. And I was like, I won't make her watch <laughs> all of these. I'll just, just I'll just hoarding them for yourself. Yeah, I did. They weren't, like, good videos.
0: Well, I did. I watched the one... um, What was it called?
1: The Tomorrow People video. Okay. Yeah. So, we decided... I don't even know how we decided, but we decided that we would talk about celebrity crushes from our childhood on this episode. And... My number one celebrity crush was this kid. I don't even know how to say his last name. <laughs> I I don't even know. Anyway, he but he was on this dumb show that nobody ever watched except for me. Now um, the name sounds familiar. And it never, s- But you weren't like, oh, I definitely watched this.
0: Yeah, no, I probably I've, did see it, but it wasn't something that stuck
1: in my brain. I've never met another person who watched it. Like And, like, remembers it the way I do because I watched it so much. So, it was a show called The Tomorrow People. And it was on Nickelodeon in, like, 1994, I think. Um, and it was, like, a British show that I think they just, like, reworked to show on Nickelodeon. <laughs> and they didn't do very many seasons or very many episodes. But it was from the 70s. It was a remake of the show from the 70s, and then they remade it again, like, really recently on The CW. Oh, really? Um, Maybe yeah. that's where I recognize the name from. Yeah, because it was definitely a thing in the last few years. Um, and it was a show about, like, these, like, kids... Who could teleport There was like this like alien ship That like basically called them home And they had all these like superpowers And like whatever But I just watched it like over and over and over again And I had a crush on this ginger boy Who was in the show who was like never in anything else again But he was so cute And also The next person that I had a big crush on Was Seth Green Which makes me think that I have a thing for ginger boys
0: That was, I was but- actually going to ask you that Because I also have a thing for redheads of any gender, uh, <laughs> and I was like,
1: "Hmm." But I've yeah. never dated one in real life. Oh, okay. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I've never. No, I haven't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean it's it's no different than dating anyone with any other no hair care, color. It's
1: different. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. But anyway, he was also on You Can't Do That on television, which is also super fun to go back and watch if you're ever bored. Did you know ever watch that? Yeah. I don't remember Thatchow it at all, but I did. very silly. <laughs> very silly. And Alanis Morissette was on it. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Because it was Canadian, and she was Canadian. Oh, okay, yeah. My crush was Canadian, too. Mm. Uh, well, I
0: may... Because you said... You had said... Um, I think it was your idea to do crushes. So I had to make a list because I knew that I wouldn't be able to come up with anyone off the top of my head. (laughs) And one of my current celebrity crushes is a Canadian figure skater. So that was my segue from you talking about somebody Canadian. Her the name twine. is Caitlin, Caitlin Osmond. Mm-hmm. Um, she won the bronze medal at the Olympics. And then she just, she just won a gold medal at the world championships. And then she like toe picked herself. Like they do this thing at the end where they'll like take a, a few victory laps where they skate around with their flag after the yeah. medal. Um, and she accidentally toe picked herself and fell on the ice, like, immediately (gasps) after winning a gold medal.
2: so sad! (laughs) No, it was really
0: funny, and it just, like, endeared her to me even more, because she just sat there laughing. That's very cute. That's nice. Yeah. I like her a lot. She's very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who else is on your list? Oh, uh, Christina Ricci. Oh, obviously. Yeah, patron saint of wistful thinking. Um... I don't know if I've talked about this on this show before. I feel like I probably have. Uh, Around the time when Titanic came out, my friend Casey was very obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio. So, by extension, I also had a crush on Leonardo DiCaprio because I was supposed to.
1: Have you watched Titanic recently?
0: No, but I would actually like to do that for this show.
1: It's one It's, like, a movie that I always want to hate, and then I turn it on, and I'm like, I love this movie. (laughs) But also, like, he really is, like, so beautiful.
0: Yeah. Well, I also deeply love, uh, what's her name? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, yes. Love her so much. But back to the Leonardo DiCaprio story, um... Casey's parents had gotten like a treadmill or like a, maybe it was a refrigerator. I don't know. It, but she, she wound up with this giant empty box uh, that she like converted into a little like playhouse and on the inside had plastered pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio all over it like wallpaper. <laughs> That's what my <laughs> best friend crazy was like that with,
1: with like Jonathan Taylor Thomas around oh, okay. that same time. Yeah, I forgot about him. Who I never liked.
0: Yeah, he's a little too pretty.
1: But like all the girls liked him.
0: Yeah. Like Taylor Hansen.
1: Oh, I loved him. We've (laughs) talked about this though, I still (laughs) love him. Yeah.
0: Um did you have anyone else?
1: Those were like my really big ones, like growing up. Yeah. Um, I
0: discovered a a new celebrity crush recently when I was watching uh Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. I'm in love with Jane Seymour and I want her to marry me. Uh you definitely you have to see the episode where the circus comes to town. You'll love it.
1: Oh yeah, I have to, I have to watch that one. Yeah,
0: and she wears this really great outfit in that episode. <laughs> she wears pants and like suspenders and I was like, "Ah, she should wear more of those."
1: But Oh yeah, also, my only uh, had
0: like a surprising amount of cartoon characters that wound up on the list. Um who are they? Uh Trent from Daria. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, like, the main character in Eon Flux and
1: uh, Jessica Rabbit. Oh, yeah, Jessica Rabbit. We used to, like, um, we used to have crush on, me and my friends, um, Max from the Goof Troop, from the Goof Troop movie. Oh, I don't know about that movie. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's a dog. He's not even a person. <laughs> but he was, like, very cute, and we were, like, ten, so
0: oh like the the younger one right because it's like Like goofy and his child yeah oh that's so funny
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can see it yeah whatever he's He's like like a real 90s dude yeah
0: that's so funny
1: but yeah trent from daria they made him for us yeah i wonder if that show is good
0: it is i've watched it recently
1: really yeah
0: oh I told you I think I told you did I tell you when I was working at that art gallery last year they had like this book signing for this guy who turned out who wrote a novel about um, police violence but it turns out he actually did the voice of Mac on Daria <laughs> I was like oh my god I uh, wanted to talk to him about Daria but I thought better of it because he was there to like sign books on this very serious topic That was a wise
1: choice, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I thought so. Well, do we have any closing thoughts on our first year? I can't wait to do Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what will the new year
0: bring? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, I did say I wanted to talk about um, the live show that we did. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. Uh, So, fellow Cage Club podcast network hosts of the podcast p.s i love hoffman which is about the career of the late great philip seymour hoffman uh brian who did the wishbone episode of ours and his friend kyle have just wrapped up going through philip seymour hoffman's entire filmography i was about to say discography and i was like that's not right um And so as a final episode, tribute to Philip Seymour Hoffman, they actually did a live show in Brooklyn, which was super fun. Um, And I went up on stage and got super nervous, as always. Uh, And it was great. It was the first time we've had that many Cage Club hosts in one location. Took a picture. It was monumental.
1: It was so cool to see. I wish I could have been there.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I was, like, home and in my pajamas by 7.30, which was Perfect. It's perfect. Fantastic. Yes. Living the dream. Truly. <laughs> so you can hear that episode in their feed. P.S. I love Hoffman. Um, it was, like, one of those things where, like, I thought I was so, like, visibly and audibly nervous that I, like, wanted a do-over. So I did a second category, and then when I listened to it, I was like, oh, I sound fine. <laughs> I always think that I'm, like shaking uncontrollably but uh yeah still just trying to get on stage as much as possible like because you told me that like eventually I'll stop feeling like I'm having an out-of-body experience you'll
1: probably stop blacking out eventually (laughs) yeah
0: I don't know because I did that and I did a storytelling show earlier this year yeah and in both cases I felt like I like not necessarily an out-of-body experience, but, like, I'm very aware of the fact that I'm, like, a meat suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, like, really, your body is just a meat suit, and I'm just, like, I'm wearing some sort of, like, uh, mascot costume and, like, looking out through eye holes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, I have not experienced it that way. It's really interesting to hear you describe it that way. <laughs> yeah. So it's I mean I guess
0: it's closer, you know, I'm not like fully out of my body. I'm still inside of my body, but just like in a weirdly detached, kind of dissociative way. Wow,
1: well, and that's only two times. Like that's still not very many times to practice. No, but I mean like, like
0: I've been on stage before that many times where I yeah. did have like an out of body experience. So
1: Oh okay. So, it does so I'm just like trying to do it as much as often. Body. Yeah. Oh, getting closer do... to the inside of my body. <laughs> we, should... <laughs> we should do we should do I would love to do a live event one day. Yeah. I would too. Theoretically. <laughs>
0: And, and then all day, probably all week leading up to it, I will say repeatedly, why did I agree to do this? This was a terrible <laughs> idea. It's going to be a miserable disaster. But then we would do it and it would be And away. I'd be fine.
1: Yeah. One day, one day, and one day we'll get the whole Cage Club team together. Yeah, that would be fun. Although somebody needs to not be there
0: as a designated survivor in case a bomb goes off. Joey and I were talking about that. I was like, who's our designated survivor? And we decided that it was you and Tobin because you live in rural areas.
1: No, I'll come for it, though. I'll come down for it. You can't keep me away. Yeah. So then I nominate Tobin.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he lives in Montana. So that's like, I don't even think that's a real state. No, there's no Definitely people there. not. Just dinosaur bones.
1: Well, the last thing I'll say about wistful thinking one year in is that it's fun to talk to you every two weeks.
0: Yeah, it is fun. This has been <laughs> nice. Uh, especially because I work from home, and I don't really interact with other human beings very often. Uh, it's nice to... And also because I have another podcast that's, like, serious and not fun. This has been a lot more fun and makes me not want to do my other podcast.
1: Yay. I mean, boo. (laughs) Also, yay, forced interaction with people.
0: Yeah, I recommend it.
1: It's good. It is good. It's good. I like having, like, a planned out time Mm -hmm. to sit down and talk to somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because usually you never get to talk to people at length like this.
1: No. It's like being in college again, but better.
0: Yeah, because we don't have to do homework. Well, we do I have, have to do don't have to go to write homework. a paper about it. We do yeah. have to do
1: homework. But
0: no paper writing. And no, and no like, grades. staying up all night to do it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes I stay up pretty late, though, to edit this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like college, and I wait until the day before. Got to keep it on brand. Yeah. I am who I am. All right. Well, Carrie, you got anything to plug? I don't think so. I mean, just...
0: If you go to... Hang on. I need to get the proper link for this. Uh, So you can go to cageclub.me slash Cara, C-A-R-A. And um, under guest appearances, you can see all of the other episodes I've been on, on other... Uh, podcasts on the network So like I said I was on The live episode of P.S. I Love Hoffman I was on Episode 21 of Watch the Watch the Throne I have such a hard time saying that Title Because it's like two TH Sounds back to back uh, I was on the episode for Monster a Great movie I never want to see again I was on The second episode of Third Times a Charm Talking about Jaws 3D A bunch of others So can hear me on other podcasts
1: cool i have nothing to plug i still have an instagram where sometimes i post circus tricks and yeah. silly pictures at jordo pc
0: yeah the circus tricks are pretty cool i should <laughs> say uh, also you can follow me on like all of the things at bimps b-i-m-p-s-e
1: that's it we did it happy we one year it. yay happy one year happy
0: belated birthday happy uh, to both birthday of us to our podcast yes did you do anything cool for your
1: birthday? I went to Montreal. Oh, yeah! How was that? Oh, it was the best. Nice. It was so great. I'm going to go there in the summer and hang
0: out. Yeah, it's very nice in the summer. A little too humid, but, you know. It's the <laughs> well, it's the still East Coast. East Coast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Alright, thanks for listening. Bye!
0: Bye! <laughs>
2: Time has come Raise the roof and have some fun Throw away the work to be done Let the music play on, play on, lay on Everybody sing, everybody dance Lose yourself in wild romance We're going to party, caravan, fiesta. Come on and sing along. We're going to party, travel, fiesta forever. Come on and sing.